Hello and welcome to The Third Self, a podcast created by the students of the Mississippi School of Mathematics and Science that dares disturb the universe. My name is Zach Medlin, and today, listen with us as we explore the ins and outs of home. Ever elusive, yet also concrete. James Harden is a senior from Hernando, Mississippi. James is like Rosemary Biscuits. He eats tabletop games and artists. Find him in a courtyard near you. This poem is called I Wish It Were October. I wish it were October, and we were juniors again, sitting on the concrete outside by the benches, just existing until we have to go inside, because we know what is, is good, and that it won't last. It will last until tomorrow, and that's all that matters. We're new friends, long enough to trust each other, but not long enough to know each other's flaws. A light breeze rustles newly falling leaves, and the college students across the street are a little quieter than usual. The little rocks in the concrete leave dimples in your palm when you lift your hand, and the cold night air seems both to be alive and still. I didn't know it yet, but this would be home, and I was right. It didn't last. Amanda Zhao, an MSMS junior, greatly enjoys writing and art in her free time as outlets of reflection. She is a scholastic art and writing regional gold and silver medalist and holds a strong passion for information technology. Here is her poem, He Won't Hurt Me. He won't hurt me. The sun disappears behind the clouds, as if to avoid watching the scene. The clouds part in mysterious ways, and the rain shoots like bullets through the glass. He won't hurt me. I step into the car and check the ratings on the app again, 2.6 stars. A review said his breath smelled like cigarettes, and his car like piss. He won't hurt me. Trees hunch over and leaves fly away into unknown lands, unable to ever get back, unable to find their way. Each attack before my eyes, but I could hardly do anything about it. It's a blanket like the wind, suffocating me slowly. He won't hurt me. The thickness of the air pushes to my lungs. It was heavy, as if tired from fighting so hard. Specks of dust run into the air, running away from them, with nowhere to go. I regret wearing shorts today. I keep my legs tightly crossed, looking down and at the map, fidgeting with my fingers and nails. I bite at them, pick at them. My eyes prance around to find two beer bottles in the backseat of his car, a few cigarette butts here and there, his slicked back hair, smooth and dark and a glimpse of his tattoos through his sleeveless white tank top, neighbored by scars that seem to have a deeper story to tell. I keep my eyes on the surroundings, checking the map every few seconds. As if hours had passed, and my lungs were to collapse from the heavy air, I saw a familiar sign, beaten up on the edge of the road, barely noticeable to the untrained eye. A once bright green tint faded with time, but the silver lining resisted. I make out the reassuring word, welcome, and sigh, a breath of relief, 
Beaming a smile, I glance at the old road I knew by heart, the familiar faces in the market, the bustling crowd around me. I exhale once again, this time a long and steady breath. He won't hurt me, so long as I am home. This next poem is a beautiful anonymous submission lightly edited by our production team entitled Profess My Dying Love. What is it like to be betrothed, forced to love someone you truly loathe? Not their fault or yours, but it created something that assures. You'll scream and shout unheard words, but if you let him go, well, you're absurd. I was told to be quiet and never let slip the true thoughts I want to let leave my lips. An eye for an eye and a heart for a song, you know the truth, we don't belong. Yet together we stay and forever it feels like we slip down and sink until nothing is real. The melody beats like a drawn out strum of the heart that sounds like a broken drum. Mother, sister, father, son, you are one and I am none. Growing up a growing pain, such a wonder, such a shame. It was a mystical sight at first, but now apart we've become worse. Trading love for beautiful fantasy, we know this all but not to be. White lies that paint my every move for blind onlookers who all approve. An ocean full, please cut me loose before I come up with another excuse. To stay or leave I have yet to decide, but from now on I will never hide. Gracie Rowland is a senior from Columbus, Mississippi. Her favorite activities include drinking Diet Coke, rewatching Silver Linings Playbook, and writing poetry in her notes app at 2 a.m. Her favorite words are incandescent and bewitching. This poem of hers is simply titled Home. Home looks like whitewashed bricks and a greenhouse in the backyard where I once found God. Papered walls covered in Renaissance art, abstract painting, and love notes. It looks like six-pane windows that creak when opened and stacks of bills on the wooden floor. Or a Christmas tree in August and empty bottles of antidepressants on kitchen counters. I see home in the lavender incense curling round my fingers and the ivy growing over my bed. Home is a mother who cries over filling the LSATs and scratches my back during panic attacks. Home smells like honey chamomile tea and my grandmother's green bean casserole. The scent of fresh Mississippi mud, its red ghosts haunting my mother's hardwood floors. It smells like the strong perfume of my sister, St. Lawrence black opium, bourbon and vanilla. It's cinnamon cookie candles littered round the house, matching my mother's love for Christmas. Home is the sweetness of freshly cut grass after a Mississippi rainstorm. Home feels like a boy who writes me poems, his shallow breath on my neck by the Tom Digby River. A sister holding my hand as I weep, grasping it harder with every shaky sob, her fingers firm. It feels like a pink comforter on Sunday mornings, wrapping me in its ignorant safety, or the imagined warmth of moonlight as I dance in my grandmother's rose garden. Home is the pressed limbs of friends in a twin-sized bed, desperate for touch and tenderness. Home sounds like my mother singing lullabies, her voice as quiet as her forgotten dreams. The cacophony of cars honking as I stand in the sunroof, arms out to the harsh wind. 
It's the softness of my best friend's voice in my ear, asking me if we can always be this close. Home sounds like the Pride and Prejudice movie soundtrack as I lay in my mother's arms, or the thumping of rain as the floodgates of heaven open once again. Home is the voice of Phoebe Bridgers and my own choked up laughter. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Third Self, edited by Shelby Tisdale, Skylar Nichols, and me, recorded and engineered by Bryant Perkins and produced by Mabry Woods. Ava Mantry is our social media coordinator, and Dr. Thomas Easterling is our sponsor. Caleb Jenkins made the thumbnail art, and Ian Avant, James Harden, and I made the music. Join us next month when our theme goes spooky with eerie. Find us on Instagram at the.thirdself, and contact us by email at thethirdself.msms at gmail.com. To learn more about MSMS, please visit www.themsms.org.